Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the WASD and Beyond podcast. This episode is brought to you by Final Boss and Doc Longy. You can check both of their pages out on Instagram. They sell merch for video games, comics, I believe anime, movies, all this other sorts of stuff, like just pop culture in general. Go, Please go check them out. Uh, they're really Made sweet. me giggle because Doc Longy has been acting like a fool today. <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> in has the general chat. <laughs> he made me grin. Um, yeah, please go check them out. <clears throat> Uh, I have a couple of, I believe, some final boss shirts. I have a Max Payne shirt that I really like, and then I have a. Um, I was gonna say Last of Us, but I meant to say Last, uh, or not? No, I'm screwing. He's just up. waiting for that Last of Us drop. He's praying. I, I like, am. Please, please. I am. I would really like that. Um, no, it's a Star Wars Rogue One long sleeve. It's oh, really sick. comfy. Yeah, I really like it. Um, so yeah, please go check them out and. We are a part of the Spawn Camp Network slash community slash Discord slash everything related to camping and spawn camping and all that kind of stuff. With us, I have, or with me, rather, I have Logan of the hello, Build hello. Bros. How's it How's going, it going? Buddy? It's good. It's good. It's good. Yeah, it's going. <sighs> we also have Diggity as another podcast on the network, as well as OBO, which I am excited to be on with Logan. Uh, sometime this week or next. I'm happy Copley finally sent that screenshot for proof for that order. That's all I have for, to say. For that, yeah. It's going to be a hot one. Let's just say that. Um, I'm not happy to hear you guys just in my ear while I'm dealing with that. <laughs> so excited about it. Because um, I'm not going to be a bitch. I won't walk away like Nick did. Like, I will stay. Unless it's like, I'm like, if I'm, I don't think... Like I had, I did the go... I don't know if you saw when um, Buffalo Wild Wings did that limited time only the ghost pepper wings. I did not see which that. is the same stuff that they use on that. But like you can get like the ghost peppers, which is just like the just buffalo so- or their barbecue sauce mixed with just extract from ghost peppers. And like they're supposed okay. to be like, you know, warning hot. label hot. I got my yeah. first time I got them. I got a 24 piece and I ate eight of them and I teared. I had like two or three streams of tears come up, but like I was good. Was fucked up is I don't know if eating it cold just negates the heat completely, but I ate them cold the next day as leftovers and finished like the other like fourteen or so or however many it was in one sitting with like minimal burn and was fine and moved on with my life. So I don't think I'm gonna die from this, but I think I'm gonna be like Brody. I'm gonna be sitting there just having just a bad time. Just (laughs) yeah, not enjoying. I think Cope will be fine. He'll be the same way. He'll just be uncomfortable, but I don't think he'll be fine. Yeah, I would Spanish blood in him. I would actually be really like I don't happy is not the right word, but I would be like 
laughing so much if Copley was the one to lose it. You know what I mean? Like, you like know, if, he's, if, he's if I was the, if I was the Brody, he was the Nick. Yeah, that'd be funny. Yeah, like he's been talking a big game saying, oh, it's not going to be that bad. And it's like if it just was completely destroyed him. I'm that being honest. Be... I know it's going to be bad. And the biggest thing that I've heard is it's bad just because it and you've said it before and everyone agrees and it's like a known thing. Spice to a certain point just becomes spice for the sense of spice and all flavor is lost. And every review I've seen of that thing, it has it's an awful flavor. It tastes terrible and you just have to push through and it's just going to be bad just, last year. Too. It's just That's the point of it's to make you hurt. And so I know it's yes. going to hurt, but I'm going to do my best to survive that. <laughs> yeah, it's got no. I remember that from last year. I think that's what Brody said is that it just doesn't taste good at all. Like every review on YouTube, I've seen this challenge. He pulled it out with a black glove, like he was a doctor. (laughs) Oh, I have, I have latex gloves that I use for gum club stuff, but I'll definitely be using one of those for sure. Yeah, you would not want to have that. My girlfriend's like, I got the milk and the bread, like we're ready to go. We're ready to go. Yeah, (laughs) ready to rock and roll here. Um, so yeah, thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening today. Um, I guess I want to start off with uh, what have you been playing since we last spoke? Because I was in Grand Rapids last time we talked and we we recorded this, so I've been not a bit busier this week coming back home and stuff. What have you been up to? What have you been playing? What have you been uh, doing? Uh, I know you've I been changed building some up. stuff. Yeah, I changed up. Yeah, sorry for this box. I'm actually, thankfully, I'm not building. I finished those builds oh, finally, finished? Uh, photographing them, but absolutely despise this light box this this piece here you can probably see just like the top of it from the camera but uh it's like yeah, a clear clear base stands i had this sick display of all the three of them flying together looks terrible in here it's too small and you can see these white walls on the photos so it looks bad um so i'm just doing the solo shots now and then i'm going to go to hobby lobby this weekend and buy um some like big cardstock black paper and some like walls like cardstock walls and just kind of make a, a sloped setup so it's wider and i don't have the uh, white walls so that way i can just get some nice clean shots of them oh yeah um, definitely that's good and then i'm working on resin after that which will be fun and hopefully i don't get lung poisoning and i have a respirator Please and don't. everything i need <laughs> um that's but good. uh done building for a little bit which is good i needed a break and for games i've actually changed it up a little bit um Still playing Rocket League as normally normal. Uh, actually, yesterday for about like two and a half hours, I played uh, Tiny Tina's Wonderland, the uh, Borderlands oh, nice. game. I, I love just it, yeah. hopping into that and just playing for like an hour or just two hours. There's a yeah, lot, definitely. as you know, with all Borderlands games, a lot of side missions and a lot of content. So it's nice to take my time in that yeah. game. Um, There's a lot was, of stuff going on. I don't know if I was talking to you, but maybe it was, it was Alex. Uh, I was telling him, like, you know, when I was younger and Tiny Tina's Wonderland was like originally a DLC. I yeah. never got to play them because I just didn't have like the money to at the time. And then they made this an actual game. And I always wanted to play the DLCs and like, you know, the whole she's talking and stuff is spawning as she talks and like that idea oh, of a game. Yeah, right. I loved that. I never got to play that. So I've been really just enjoying and taking my time with this game because it's kind of everything that I wanted. Um, Definitely. You know, I'm shooting crossbows that have a hundred rounds and I shoot like machine guns and you reload them by sprinkling crystal dust on top of it. It's just madness and I love it. It's so cool. Yeah, it's just just crazy. Um, I'm playing I played Teardown a little bit, played Neo Dash a little bit. We talked about those before. Um yeah. Red Dead Redemption 2, you and I and um some others from the Spawn good Camp Nick. community yeah, played, good, good with, played with us. Yeah. Which that was, was a very blast. fun. Um definitely wanted to keep doing that at some point. Pride was very angry Same. at us, so I wouldn't doubt if he is 
probably going to be joining yeah. us. Um, we he's at sure around the same he, uh, level as me, so we'll be good. We got to make sure that he downloaded it too, because see, that's why he didn't play originally was because he hadn't installed it. Because it's just a you big know, game, he hasn't played it. which which yeah, we'll get into about soon about big yeah, games. Yeah, we'll be talking a little um, bit about that. And the last thing is just sucks. It's a long one. I'm sorry. The last thing is um. No, no. Because we just played it last night as well, Unity, uh, which was, you know, it definitely is dated. And that, and playing it last night showed that it was dated, but it's it's still fun. But yeah, it it's a, it's it unfortunately has become a game that is now fun for an hour, and then I'll play in like two to three weeks, maybe. Right, <laughs> maybe. Like I, I would probably. I don't know. I would like to play the story. The story more, is really good. Like the the the, the, the and well, in terms of the gameplay and how it runs, it runs very well. I will say that when I had to bust out yeah. those first two chapters to get to the online, like it played well. But that online is a lit, a little wonky. Yeah, that's that's a way of putting it. Yeah. So I played I played yeah Unity with you last night. Red Dead over the weekend when I was in Grand Rapids. I spent a lot of time. When I was in Grand Rapids, I was streaming and playing some Battlefield 4. Really always love that. Just great to go back to. And then I talked about this last week with you as well. Um, streamed a lot of F1 or some of F1. I realized it's it's I realized in playing it, especially streaming it, it's incredibly difficult to keep a racing game interesting unless you're playing with other people. So that's why I think, yeah, games like Need for Speed and stuff probably do much better in the streaming realm. I, w- I so that's the thing is that the the. I would have to look and really see if I could just like look up by racing games. But, you know, I think F1 and realistically, I think a lot more of the racing side of things, a lot more people are more interested in things like iRacing, uh, R-Factor, Automobilista 2, um, Assetto Corsa, a lot Damn, of Damn, I must be sim- out of touch with racing games, man, because besides... Uh, uh, uh... The last one you said, Corsa. Assetto, I don't know. Corsa. Yeah. I don't know any of the first three you just said. So yeah, iRacing is like the premier. If you want to sim race and you want, so those are race, all simulators. All of those. Most of them. I okay. uh, yeah. Well, they all are. No, our our factor, Automobilista, and iRacing are all simulators. Assetto Corsa definitely. Assetto Corsa, the original one with mods, definitely reaches that where you can make it look just like real life. Is that um, one like closer to Forza? Almost, I guess you could say. Kind, that it's might more be why track I've heard based. of it. Okay. Yeah, it's more it's more track based, but it's also like it has such a huge wide range of modding to the point where you can get the F one twenty two cars with all their proper sponsors, and you can get it's got VR support. Looks great in VR. I've watched a lot of people play it on there, um, and they just have a whole bunch of mods that you can really make the game stand out. Almost like yeah, it's a bunch of quality of life the, mods. It seems like oh, more than yeah. like fun time, like kind of for lack of a better word meme mods like you'd see in other racing games where it's like here these cars can now hit 400 miles per hour top speed or like these cars now right. have like color changing paints like not like stuff that's random which course uh, seems to be more just focused on quality of life and just making the game more and more and yeah. more in depth which is pretty cool yeah so you know, those are, I think, what a lot of people play for the streaming side of it. I play, I haven't, I'm not very good at those games yet because I've only had such limited experience with it. But I've learned that to stream an F1 game, you have to really commentate like how they do because it's, it, nobody wants to sit here and watch me just stare at a screen and like you can hear me flick the stick or like the triggers or hit the buttons for gear shifting. Well, especially if you're playing a C, yeah, if you're playing a sim mode where you're in, a, in the racing C as well, like you're not hearing that noise of the steering wheel move. So it's just silence. Yeah. Right. yeah, it's, yeah just, sure. it's just quiet. So, 
um that was a a good it's it's good to to play it and stream it because then i start to talk more and i start to go you know and it, it also helps me learn the not learn the track better but it helps me learn the the names of corners and and chicanes and all that kind of stuff because then i can spice it up that way with instead of just saying turn one two three four five you know i can say one two three four insert whatever the name of that corner is right i think it also helps you too because if you can commentate well on a game like that then any other games that you commentate on are even you easier. can commentate as well yeah you start to just get the hang of it in general and i've kind of sure. done that to myself because i'm a freak so i commentate to myself when i'm muted and just playing the game and my dad looks at me from across the room he's like uh, this guy on this guy on drugs uh, yeah this guy's got <laughs> problems um why does he anyways, live in my house get him out <laughs> yeah oh, i'm sure he's thinking that all the time um but anyways uh what are we uh what are, what are we talking about today we're talking about um, some, uh, some well i mean i updates. guess for the better yeah the biggest general sense would essentially just be triple a games lower tier developers all of them everyone together we're gonna all talk about you know just essentially the update world in terms of small updates large updates and their frequency Kind of live service. Yeah, and their live service. You buy a game and it's done. And and what what we've seen that progression as well as, you know, live services is in the world of gaming a pretty new service. Um, I would say so. Yeah. Yeah, and how does that look compared to how how do games develop now with live service availability versus how it was back then when it was not an option? So, yeah, and and to start that off, what I'd like to go with is right here and now. So. To name a few, we've got Battlefield 2042, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Warzone. I think Cold War and Vanguard don't get many live service updates anymore just because of their how they sold. Um, or if they do, it kind of all ties into Warzone anyway. Yeah, so I think they'll probably cross over. I would just the call that the call of duty sphere in general i was about to say like, you named three call of duty franchise names there you might as well all just encapsulated <laughs> yeah yeah and, and warzone obviously is up there at the top like that's what makes them the money and all that kind of stuff so you have that you have 2042 you have um a lot of games with game passes or uh or uh battle passes such as uh rocket league i know has one it's not called a battle pass it's something different i think it's called um, rocket pass this is rocket pass yeah you have that you have i mean f1 has uh i think it's i would say honestly and i hate to say almost every triple a franchise has a has a pass to apex halo halo apex all of them have passes uh, fortnite forza has a pass uh horizon (sighs) 5 well i'm sure i don't play it anymore unfortunately i'm sure need for speed has a pass if they're even supporting it still there's a that's true needs to piss probably developing um, the next game but let's just be honest that next game has passed <laughs> yeah oh yeah 100 percent, it does um i'm looking through my library i thought there might be another one i'd see oh yeah i can go um, and look on mine too and just see a quick uh, but so with those especially with a lot of those like with the bigger ones the more triple a stuff um i wouldn't count f1 into that f1's a triple a game but it doesn't work the same way with there's a season and that season ends like they can add more tracks whenever they want and they've done so um but it's not something where it's specifically this is you know this is the next big update for the season you know it's it's fall so we're doing this thing um but you know that's kind of been the the goal that these games have done recently is every three to four months whatever 90 days they 
you have a pass that lasts for that long. And if you buy the pass, you get a premium tier that has nicer cosmetics. If there's not any e- sort yeah, of weapon, not even sometimes not even nicer. Like sometimes they'll keep the same pass, but it's just XP boost. So you you just get oh, you I get forgot. stuff Rainbow faster. Six Siege. Six oh, Siege I was gonna say one. as well. I didn't want to cut you off from your thought before that, but I was just Go thinking ahead. it hasn't released yet. But we know it's coming. Gundam Evolution. That's gonna have a pass. That's gonna have a pass. Yeah, one hundred percent. Um. And and so that's kind of like what a lot of these bigger games and, and the AAA side of stuff is doing, right? So, you know, keep playing our game. You're going to get, you know, the more you play, the more you progress to the pass. And then you unlock, you know, oh, this cool skin or this weapon. I know Call of Duty, the way they do it is that all the weapons are always free to both tiers. Um, but if you get, say, like, I think there's a battle pass bundle. So you get the pass. And if you spend it, I think it's like an extra 10 bucks. You get like 20 skips. So you actually in Modern Warfare, when that was popular and they were rolling out that pass, if you got the skip pass or the bundle, you actually unlocked the first weapon with that. You got 30 tiers. Rocket skips, so like League is the 10, same way. So um, I was telling you about yeah. how Rocket League before we recorded had like the new map every season. They also yeah, do yeah. a new car, which is fun fact. And I'll sh- when we get off of this, I'll show you because Pride will probably want to play with me because I'll probably buy it because I heard it's really fun to use. They just released the new car for this season is um, the hatchback. The Civ- uh, I don't know the, the Civic hatchback, the old like 96, 93s. Um, I'm looking right now. Like the real old school. There's a specific name for them too, like a, a model number Honda, for them. The Honda Civic Type R is what it shows. Yeah, oh, it's yeah, yeah. Honda Civic Type R and Honda Civic Type RLE. Are the it might just be the LE. Yeah. Um. But that thing. Um. Like you know, same thing as you I just said. Yeah. If you buy the pass with the little expansion that comes with it it gives you like it gives you the first like 10 levels and the first 10 levels the last level gives you the car the base model of the car because they give you different upgraded versions as you progress through the pass um and then like an xp boost and like three or four of the skins or wheels or boosts that are in those 10 levels before you get the car sure yeah and i mean all for it, right? I mean, at the end of the day, I can still unlock what you unlock. It's just going to take me a little bit longer, and that's... I don't consider that a pay-to-win. I consider it more pay-for-ease, you know? Pay, yeah, pay for I mean, ease of access may, make it easier on me. One thing you know? I will say is, when you can tell me if any of the games you play, because all the games you play that have passes that you list, like, I don't play any of those shooters, so I don't know if they right, do, but yeah. like Rocket League, <clears throat> when you buy the pass, it gives you credits, and you can use those credits okay. on things and you can get credits throughout yeah. the season. If you oh, don't yeah, yeah, buy yeah. anything throughout the season and if you only just hold on to the money it gives you and you just get, I think level 50, there's an unlimited amount of levels in the past, but level 50 is when you stop collecting all the new things. Then you're just getting color variations of stuff. Sure, when you okay. hit that level 50, you've unlocked all the credit markers, which aren't a lot. But if you hold on to all those credits, you can buy the next season the next with the booster for free. So that's how so, pride always pays for his. He never buys anything. He just holds on to his credits. I always buy shit. So I haven't bought the season pass in like three to seasons, four seasons now. Right. Uh, so I could probably, the most I can speak on that is for, is for COD. And I remember, I think it was only if you bought the premium bundle version of the premium battle pass is if you if you did the premium battle pass and then you went through and you unlocked all the way to 100 you got enough to buy the next battle pass just the battle pass no bundle like 20 oh no so rocket league you can loop it. you have to pay to get it though you can't 
It's not. If I, oh, so no, Rocket League, it's actually cool. Yeah, so when this new season starts and you go to if that, you just it do asks it, you to, even if you don't pay. It asks you to pay in credits or real money. So that's when if you just hold on to all those credits it gives you from the last season, you just pay with credits and it's free and you just start back right. over. Yeah, that's definitely, that's that's nice. And I, I remember doing that, I think, once or twice for COD where I bought the premium uh, pass and then I went and I actually got to 100 and then I just would, was able to buy. What I did, in fact, was I all I did was I spent like 10, 15 bucks the next time to get that tier skip option again. So still ended up being cheaper in the long run, which is nice. Um, it's nice that they offer yeah. that if you're not, you know, trying to, if you, if you understand how that works and you're willing to wait for it, it's nice that that is an option. Yeah, definitely. I liked, I, cause I did the math on that too. Cause I was curious when I first saw the battle pass. So I was like, Oh, could I just unlock the next one? If I just went through and, you know, just, did every level and, and succeeded and just got a 100 on it or whatever. But, I like that they do so, that for sure. Yeah, that's that's a nice touch. I actually really like that. It gives it, it gives people incentives. But so with that comes the understanding that it's a live service game, meaning that it's just going to be supported until it's not like they just say they they'll probably if at the end of the day, right, if it was 2019 and they just in COD wasn't doing the way they were doing it or probably 2042 would be a better example considering it's already kind of in a rough spot as it is um it would be you know we're discontinuing support on this date this year or this you know in six months eight months whatever so you're not going to get any more battle passes you're not going to get any more updates they did that for battlefield everything everything just comes to a whole i mean i feel like the issue with that too is nowadays once that has been confirmed the day that People know that that's coming, even if it, there's a date that that's happening in the future, or if it's happening immediately, that game is a, considered a dead game. Yeah, because they, they already know that if that's what's keeping the game alive, right, is those updates, as soon as the, it's like a heartbeat, right? It's as soon as that heartbeat stops, nobody's going to do it anymore, you know? You have people who play for like two or three months afterwards and be like, damn, this shit is not fun anymore. Right, yeah, and they just kind of drop off of it. Um, and then you'll hear in, you know, six months, so-and-so closing servers permanently, you know, game is gone forever. Yeah, Why? whenever they decide to do it, right? Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. that's kind of the that's kind of the worry I have when it comes to Battlefield 4, even though it's only eight years old, almost ten years old. But uh, that yeah, game eight, is old enough old. where it hits that almost, like, Halo era, where, like, those games, the original games and the servers, they kinda make those, they'll just never die. Yeah, they'll just never yeah, die. Yeah, they just keep going. It's newer games. Um, it's when live streaming became a thing, that's when games die quickly now. Oh yeah. And that's and that's the difference, right? What it, back in the day you wouldn't consider a game dead 3 months after launch, right? So now you do if people aren't playing it then. because you look at you look at the Twitch stats, right? How many people are playing Apex Legends right now? Well, when well, I don't even know when Apex Legends get last got an update. So, you know, to me, it's maybe not dead, but I just don't play it whereas, you know, back in the day it was it was not necessarily you didn't consider a game like Modern Warfare 2 was certainly not dead 6 months a year it was not dead for it's not been dead since i think probably what five six years ago maybe there's probably games out there that have a lower viewer count and play count on twitch actively right now that have been released in the past three years that were more hyped than halo 2 and halo 2 probably has more viewers and players on twitch than that game right now definitely so with that right we've kind of discussed the live service model it's you know you have these battle passes and they kind of last a season and when a season drops you get new stuff when that season ends right like season one of cod i think brought in 
a UMP 45 and some other gun and then two maps. I think season two was more of a callback to Modern Warfare 2 where they did two maps from MW2 and two weapons. That's what it was. I think they brought the UMP 45 back for season two and then another gun. Um, and so it's every like 90 days they go and they do it again. And then it brings everybody back to play it again because it's like, oh, new content. Yeah, I got a new battle pass to grind through. I got this because eventually, especially for the people who really play it, they're going to grind through that battle pass in like two weeks and then right. they're going to be done. And then it's like, oh, well, hey, guess what? We have a new pass coming out with some new weapons and some new maps and some new modes, whatever. Come check it out. And then they come back and do it again. And what I would like to kind of go back to now is 10 years ago or, you know, to eight, 10 years ago, really, I'm kind of calling back to Battlefield 4 because that's what I remember the most of the time was that in it actually for both Battlefield games for three and four. And I think even Hardline did this. Don't talk and about one. Hardline, man. Sorry, I'll switch. I'll switch Hardline out. I'll switch Hardline out. game. like that game. Bad game. Battlefield <laughs> 1 instead. Battlefield 1 Thank instead. you. Oh, that's, that's a good game. Fun. You've restored to Thank you. Real good game. All three of those games uh, had a premium edition. Where you paid an extra yes. fifty bucks. You have hardline in my head, and I paid premium edition I'm for that. So I hate sorry. you so, so much. Did I. <laughs> so did I, dude. So did I. I'm so sorry. But you had, you know, if you paid an extra, I think it was 120, 130 bucks for Battlefield 4, you got the base game. I don't remember if you got the base game early, but I know you got the base game. I don't game. think back then they released it early. I, I don't think, think it they was did just it on release, but you got all the extra stuff on release. Well, no, actually, I do. I do remember this specifically was that you got the base game. You got, I think, 10 battle packs, you know, things to open with some cool gear. uh, And they all had super unique stuff. And then not only that, you had access to all of the five DLCs that they promised were going to come out. And then they actually detailed, I think, at the time when Premium Edition came out, they detailed what would be in each pass or in each dlc so they said between four to six maps between four to five weapons between you know four to eight new gadgets and one to two vehicles for two of these packs and you, so people people knew exactly what they were getting they were like okay i spent an extra 50 bucks and if you i remember this specifically for battlefield 4 if you got the premium edition you also got to play those dlcs two weeks early compared to people who didn't have premium so we to people who know battlefield 4 launched not in a well state as dice games often do it did not run very well had a lot of bugs had a lot of issues three months later they had a community test environment where if you were a frequent enough player um, which happens with some other games i'll name drop this star citizen has that the more you play you get invited to special play tests so you get to test things early or to help them the developers test so i like that idea i think it's good for building community trust um i like dislike that you like dislike that why do you dislike it i dislike I'm it assuming you that, like it for the same reasons i do but yeah i just dislike it for the 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 way that it's measured by playtime because you could have someone sure, who okay. had a very very bad experience with 15 minutes of gameplay i would i would still value that person's opinion versus someone who's a heartthrob for my game who plays it all the time and who only plays it because he's waiting for it to get good the sure. person who the, the market that i lost the money that i lost essentially I want to talk to that, that guy yeah. and be like, what the hell is wrong with my fucking game? What can I improve? I, I'm I'm the, struggling I, to I, I agree with the, the higher, the more involved players because they're going to be the ones that 
in a nicer really way. Probably trying. give a shit more. So they're going to go more in depth with what you they think should be fixed. But yeah, I want to know what the person who said after you 15 minutes, this shit fucking sucks. Uh, why? Sure. Tell me why. What can I do to make it entice you to play longer? I can't remember. And this is where I'll take that back. I don't think it. I'm not sure if it was always measured off of playtime. I think you just had to apply. And then they just kind of selected. Apply is um, fine. That's fine. Yeah, because, you know, that's so, you the, know, the ball is in your court. If you hated the game think, that much, do a play test. See what's wrong with it. Tell them what's wrong with it. And I think uh, I think maybe what they may have took into account when you signed up or, or you you. Yeah, you signed up to be a part of it was they looked at your previous Battlefield games and how much you played to them. They're like, oh, this guy's played the past. The you know he played Bad Company, Bad Company Two, Battlefield Three. Oh, that's like fine when a game hours. has longevity. Star Citizen doesn't have that. There, there. It's a new game. You can't call back to anything when you're at when you're a franchise like Battlefield. Not particularly. That, that makes sense. You can look back like this yeah. person is has been playing it since Battlefield yeah. One original release date. Their knowledge is probably so high versus the person who dropped in after Hardline. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So you had that which i think i still think i personally to me i would prefer if call of duty modern warfare 2 has a stream on september 15th i would probably pay immediately if they said it's 120 bucks but we're gonna give you six dlcs that last the next year and a half until the next one comes out or however long they want to do the it. The content they, say, they make nowadays though can you trust that? it's all that's built gonna be for it. six hollow dlcs well I think to Modern Warfare 2019, where those DLCs, I liked those maps, I liked those weapons, I liked the operators. Like, I don't care for a lot of the Warzone stuff, but if you had just done it the way that Warzone had done, or uh, Modern Warfare 2, or, yeah, Modern Warfare 2019 had done it, I'd probably do it, because I was very happy with 2019. too much for me. I know Rocket League is, a, when you get to that higher level, is fast-paced. Sure. But, like, Warzone is just, but I watch YouTube clips of that, and, like, the way people get killed in that game, I would rage so hard. I would not even rage. I don't rage anymore. I would just get so frustrated and unhappy. I would like truly never have the fun same in that game. No, and I, I, would yeah, just leave. I get frustrated. Yeah, absolutely. So, but I would, I would like that. Like I, I remember getting it immediately when I saw the premium edition for Battlefield Four. I was like, okay, cool. Five DLCs. This is what I'm getting in each one. And then and it was guaranteed. It out, right? There was no delay. There was nothing. Yeah, no, there, I can't remember if there was, I can't really remember if there was or not, but I remember I got everything that they said. They said, you're going to get four to five maps with this first DLC. Here's what it is. And they were all based around something, which I thought was sweet. Like the first DLC was China Rising. So it had four or five maps. I think one of them was Silk Road, which was a huge, like the biggest map they had made to date. It was just a desert and it was, it was sweet. It had, you know, cliffs and all this stuff. I remember it was a that. Sniper's was a Paradise. Really fun, yep. Yeah, you had that, and then the second one was Second Assault, so all of those maps were maps from uh, Battlefield 3. So you had Operation Metro that was updated with the new tech. You had Operation Firestorm that was updated, although I think Operation Firestorm, that may have, no, that was a Battlefield 3 title. Um, and then you had some others. Uh, the third one was called, like, I want to say Naval Strike, so it was all built around naval combat and naval maps and brought in some really sweet uh, weapons. Four was Dragon's Teeth, so more urban environment, a lot more city stuff. And then Final Stand, which was really fucking cool, was all futuristic to the point where they even made callbacks or, yeah, I mean, I don't know if you'd call them call forwards, but they call they <laughs> they put in in 2142 back in the day, they had a 
hovering tank. And that hovering tank, you can I remember drive the a prototype for of that it. DLC, and people lost their fucking minds. Like, dude, they have futuristic tanks. What the fuck? Yeah, they had hover tanks, and they were prototypes of the ones you see in twenty one forty two. So it's like that's the way you do it to me. Like, because that was not only was it fun. You know, I enjoyed the new weapons they added. I remember watching at school, right? I'd be watching. I knew it dropped and I just wasn't home that day because I was obviously at school and I'd be sitting there watching YouTubers at lunch or whatever or in class because I was a bad student and I'd be, you know, watching. Oh, check out this weapon. Here's this. Not only that, they made it fun. Like now, like I just said in COD, you just get to a certain level in the battle pass and you've unlocked it. I like that in battlefield four if you wanted to unlock the new weapons there was an assignment and you had to fulfill those requirements to get it so it's like if it was another sniper rifle you were trying to unlock it was go play on this map and get two to three hundred meter headshots uh within a round right you know and it's like it's not incredibly complicated it's somewhat easy, somewhat difficult, depending on your skill level. And you can go and do that and you can start working towards it. I like that rather than just, oh, well, now I just got to put in the playtime. Because then anybody worse, can kind pay of pay this, pay more money. And you pay it. it. Right. Yeah. I couldn't, you couldn't pay to unlock those weapons. You had to go through the, I can't, like, I think you now you go, can. You had to complete the challenges. <laughs> yeah. I think you, I think you can now. I think you can just buy the shortcut kits which on a game like that classes. makes sense you know people are on their fourth fifth account and they want that sniper like this just, guy me. just let me buy it yeah but like unfortunately granted, games nowadays might, they release like that i might do that now where it's like i'm gonna unlock every single weapon that i can unlock reasonably and then i'm gonna go and just you know Everything if i you if i really want this actually gun. use yeah because they're because some of them were related to certain game modes that just aren't played anymore so, you know, there's only so much you can do about something like that, right? And and they obviously are going to go back and grind that twice the amount I normally had to just by finding matches and hopefully just getting by, those kills in. Exactly. Or buy so it for have, 2.99. I think I'll buy it for 2.99. <laughs> I would rather do that, right? So, you kind of have that where you've got and I I would say we could I would like to throw it to you and if you have any other classic games maybe that you've played that have that like I think a CSGO is one of those like very rarely do they get major updates that really change the flow of the game. Same thing with something like uh, I was going to say Team Fortress 2, but like they still like they don't do anything with that. Right. They kind of just update here or there. Maybe if they do. Um, So like I just kind of wanted like your take on that. Like, would you prefer take out take out the equation of twitch and all that kind of stuff or like take out those additions of it would you prefer if you could just pick the path like like commander shepherd would you pick the path of live service or would you pick the path of something that's more of like defined as you're going to pay for the like you're going to pay for this edition you're going to get this content and you're we're not saying we're not giving you anything after that, but you might not, not. get anything. Like, because Battlefield 4 did that, where they they said that was it, but then they went and they did a community map where they took polls off of people. They actually did two. They did one where they made they remade a community map from previous Battlefields, like to Vietnam, all that kind of stuff. And then they had another one that was called the Community Map Project, where the community actually assisted in making a brand new map completely from scratch, which I thought was, a, again, that's how you get player trust, right? Like help us make a map. We're not just asking for your feedback. We're like, no, no, no. Like we're going to give you the option to pick. We're going to say, do you want forest, urban, snow, right? 
you know, open map like, you know, this and then you got to play the gray box, white box versions of it as it was being made, which I think is, again, just super tight. Cool. You get people to like you. Right. You know, you get you get people to really go and say, oh, these guys are about it because they trust me in the process. And I'm just yeah. some idiot in the basement <laughs> playing my game. But yeah, no, for sure. I, I I think there's pros and cons to both. But personally, and maybe it's weird because like I am younger, but I grew up with that older style of gaming for a larger portion of my life. Um, Same. I would prefer n- no live services and the game to be fully fleshed out. I think we were talking about it as well before we started streaming. But um, having the game have a definitive end, I think, is so important for games. There's a lot of games with live services now to your part, like that heartbeat. They just, they'll give it that heartbeat, even if it's on life support and not breathing anymore, just because they know it's milking. And I think at that point, like you get games that are like, although active and maybe in the world of media popular are like, so like just tires and they have been worn out and they need something new and moved on from. And when you negate live service and you flesh out games and release them appropriately, it like negates that because it's just hard stop. Like if a game does well and like to your point, you're saying, Hey, here's our roadmap releasing game, three DLCs we're moving on. And then yeah. you release the game and the DLCs aren't even out yet and it's just fucking smashing. And you're like, we're going to release a fourth DLC in the future. We're not sure yet when it's coming. We're working on the other three. Yeah. We'll, we'll think, you know, we're going to flesh that out more. Go for it. Yeah. That's fine. But you have a definitive end. And the definitive end, I think, and we talked about it, um, like I said again before recording, was that you have the ability to make a new game whether it's a sequel or just a completely different game all entirely but you get to show off what you learned from the last game mistakes and positives and apply them to new technology and 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 therefore grow in the terms of your skills and make a better game and when you don't do that and you're just adding dlc on you're adding content but you're doing nothing new and they just sit there for years and you're just like turn it off unplug the life support like i'm tired of it make something new like i'm not saying i'm like a whore and like a baby and need to sit there and i need content 24 7 but like progress do something better like show off what you've learned from these games these are good games that you're just whittling down work on something new like when Halo 2 and all those older games when they would release they were done they would release and they were done i played the game and I had a lot of fun and I sat there for a year, two years and waited for the next one to come out. And then I shit my pants and pre-ordered it or waited at the GameStop with my parents on release day and got the next one, played the shit out of it for years and waited for the next one and so on. But like GTA, I played the story, played two or three months of online and I play that game once every four to five months for an hour with friends when they forced me to play with them. And then I don't touch that game. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. That's exactly I'm waiting for I six. Am. And guess what? When six comes out, I'll play the shit out of that campaign and I'll play online with my friends for a couple months. But if they're going to milk it for the next 20 years, I'm not here to play for 20 years. Right. I mean, it's like you, you brought up a good point where you said like, you know, about games having a good end. And I thought of TV, right? Like you don't want every TV show to go on forever. You're building stories. A story has to end. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, like that's, that's what and I like about a, a good lot of example too. They and Modern Warfare too. Yeah. They get away with making 
It's Modern Warfare 20,000. But technically, they're different because we're following different timelines, different character groups. So they are different yeah, stories. Yeah, they, com- they completely redid it. And with they can manipulate yeah, they that. that story. But like yeah. GTA, I mean, although it's different characters, it's that same setting of a group of characters that are different perspectives of a city and just missions of their daily life. And then you beat the game and then you, you it's a physics engine. And like, while that's not bad, you can't milk that game with the same physics from 10 years ago for 10 years, because eventually it's like this gaming as fun as it used to be compared to what's out now, dog. We need something fresh. Well, and think about right, like in, in you're bringing up GTA, I think of like. In a way, and this is kind of going against the grain with I know what uh, myself and, and some other people online have said as well, is that. I wish that Red Dead Online had gotten more content, but then I'm also one of those people who's like, I remember when they brought up, this is a while ago, years ago, when they actually said, Rockstar said that they were going to make story DLC that was single player for GTA 5, and then they didn't in favor of making more content for GTA Online because of how much money it was making. But then, you know, and at first being, I think I was like probably 15 you know, I was like, why do I want more story? But then thinking about it now as as older and and just having experienced more TV movies, games that have really great stories, I'm happy with the way things sort of end depending on the true ending. You know, they give you three at the right. end of it, but like the real one is they all make it out. And, and that's unfortunately with why services it. in a game like GTA, like that devil's advocate, would you rather them milk the story and ruin the story potentially, or just throw all their money into the online and just milk it as a cash cow for years on end? Well, right, they're not like, harming the original story. It's just like, there's nothing to do but play online and I'm bored of online. Therefore this game as I don't want to play this game anymore. Like uncharted four is a great example, right? That's the definitive end of, or not, I mean, definitive end of Nathan Drake's story. He's done. He's not treasure hunting anymore. He has a life. He has a family. He's done doing what he's doing. Everybody else, Sully, his brother Sam, they walk off into the sunset. They're happy. I know Chloe, who's a a character in in 2 and 3, she has a DLC with somebody. That's a good DLC. I've seen it uh, on YouTube. I've watched some playthroughs of it. It's, It's good. But like it has a definitive, you know, Uncharted 4 has a definitive a definitive end for our main character. And that's what I. You know not what I'm that excited I needed for what and I hope it's done well, I really do. And I think it will be done well because they'll put love into it. God fucking bless it. I am waiting for the end of Master Chief and I love him so much, but I feel like they'll make him go out right. And I'm so excited I hope to play so. a game that has that ending and they can guess what? We can still keep the Halo universe, but we can move on to something else. I, I would, would love like to see, see a... a second Spartan program being brought up, like a rogue team of like you haven't watched it. It sucks you haven't, but like IBO Iron Blood Orphans from Gundam, the, the the group of kids it follows are called Human Debris Space Rats, and they're essentially oh. kids who were born on Mars who don't have parents, and because they were born on Mars, they're essentially immediately worked as a, on as slaves. And like they Jesus. have like a shitty upbringing, and like I'm not saying it has to be identical, but like that idea sure. of the Spartan program was a you know that was used, and then they were like this is bad, yeah. and they shut it down. But maybe someone took that data and that information from Halsey 
and was able to process a small plant or a small group of children and make their own Spartan team, almost like Noble Six, but it's a rogue group of bounty hunters or a team that is not established with the UNSC. And it follows a new timeline, like something like unique and new, but it's getting to the point where I think, although I love him so much, Master Chef might need to perish soon because that last game in Halo 5, he was looking like a brittle old man. And it'll be really weird to have him come back and be super strong Hulk again. Well, like, you know, and I and I, I don't need a definitive ending to anything either, though, right? Like, I think some of the some of the best stories are ones that are kind of left open to interpretation to a degree. Like, not to the point where, well, they could have just gone and done anything. But like, no, there's a specific thing. There's like there's three options that they could have done. And you're you as the viewer player you know reader whatever you're free to choose those whichever one you're happy with um like i loved and i'm gonna bring it up because anybody who listens to the show frequently knows this is what i have to bring up every episode it's like a legal obligation at this point (laughs) i already hate the fact that i'm about to even bring up the name of the game but at the end of the last of us part two and now cue the groans from the studio audience um you see Spoiler, by the way, if you haven't played it in two years, you see Ellie just. I haven't played it, and I want to play it, but honestly, like, don't. I I love the story, but you can spoil. It. I'm not invested in like. Oh, don't tell me. At the end of the second game, you just see Ellie walk away from the farm she lived in with her girlfriend, and that's it. You have she. You don't know. So where here's she the went. difference, though. Why that's okay versus went. why there's no definitive for Halo. Halo has so many games that the definitive ending has to be more brutal than that and more impactful than that. Do you that. think Chief has? Do you think Chief has to die? No, you but I think that there die? has to be some moment of glory to like have him go out with a quote unquote bang. I don't think he could like kill off forty grunts and then just take his helmet off and walk into the desert and then just disappear and the series ends. I think people would have a raging fit. The reason The Last of Us works is because it's two games. You are you although right. it's a although it's a game that you get invested in emotionally and in depth in the lore, there's it's not a two. it's not a lot of lore in the realm of how much there is in a Halo universe. And there's some very dark and some very tragic moments, and they display that in writings and in the games. Like although they're not as graphic, of course, the every single noble's sure. character goes out in a pretty horrific way. And yeah, so you I have to, cat. I remember get shot in the sniped head. through the head by a, sniper. Yeah, by a needler sniper too. So the the needle bolt stays in her skull as she falls down, and then yeah, you have, what's his name sacrifices himself for the nuke and it detonates next to the nuke. You have the commander who's in the pelican who dive bombs into the scarab and detonates himself with the scarab. You have, you a, have meal a meal who, who gets dies. stabbed to death from beam yeah. sabers after fending off all of the master like the high class so nobles everything down yeah. yeah and then you die literally as lone wolf fending off waves until they you see that last cutscene where you're literally being picked up and you're trying to just punch them off you do whatever you can and they're eviscerating you essentially so yeah, like, it's a brutal brutal ending to all of that everyone and I think dies that's and so right? he doesn't yeah, need to necessarily die but there needs to be that that feeling of glory or tragic ending or something along that nine lines to end it like you can't just have that subtle Ellie ending, people would not think it's justified. Like Chief wouldn't do. You know, you have to think about. Oh what yeah, no, no, he's no, not going to just walk away from war. You can't. The reason he has to die is because he will never stop fighting, and the only way he's going to stop fighting is if he's not breathing. 
The only way he's going to stop. Well, the only way he's going to stop fighting is he finishes the fight or he gets finished. Yeah. And you know, unfortunately, the it's only way it's, if you do the if you do the prior, you finish Halo as a whole. Because the only way Chief is ever going to go out is if he finishes off the Covenant for good and now your game and your lore is gone. Which might not be a bad thing, but and I don't think it's ready you yet. Could, you could and you couldn't, right? You can always make it to be about a certain team of Marines or uh, others. You can't progress I mean, in the story is what I mean, though. You can't make You can't go to- further, sure. You can tell side stories and things right. like this. Which I don't yeah, think it's that, always gonna be in that sense, it. Halo's ready for that yet. So you are right. I think the latter would be more. And that's unfor- why he has the latter has to be kind of the more unfortunate ending is he has right. to go out in some horrific or tragic or heroic way. But he sacrificed, and they have to make it worth it. Whatever that mission you play is, whatever it is, encompasses yeah. that this is all he could do because he usually Definitely. gets himself out of scenarios he shouldn't. But this is all he could do. He couldn't get out of this one. But it's got to be locked down from everything, yeah, right? But and he was successful, and it did this, and this was the most important thing in the Halo franchise because yeah. he's the and, most and important I, thing in the Halo franchise. So whatever he oh, does yeah. and dies 100%. for has to be worth it. Absolutely. Saving a single pelican, they would lose their shit. Are you kidding me? Oh, they'd be, they'd be pissed. (laughs) Um, I think that that like to compare with that though, I loved like, so my, you know, I remember rating this after I finished, uh, last of us part two. I remember reading on Wikipedia if, if, or like just reading anywhere, like what anybody, like if there is a definitive part of the ending that I, besides that, yeah, recognize. And, you know, a lot of them just said she just goes off to... Or like an Easter live. egg that's shown that kind of like alludes right. to something possibly, right. Right. Um, and I, you know, looked it up and I, I was so curious. And a lot of them just said, you know, she just kind of goes off to live life on her own. And I I disagreed with that so much because I was like, there's... Uh, the trauma no that you way. suffer after all those games or those two games that you go through, because you get to see her from a Master Chief's just like since you never see his face, he's always old or not always old, but he's always like in your head, kind of the same age. But you see her progress from child to adult, and you see all the trauma she goes through. That like she wouldn't just simply drop everything and be like, "I'm gonna be a mom with a picket fence and I'm gonna live on an American front lawn home." Like, but it doesn't so work like that. So here, and and this is what I love about specifically the last of us and more in general, just great storytelling and great directors and writers and producers and everything is that the last of us part one ends on a lie. It ends on Joel telling Ellie that there was nothing else that could be done. And she was not to be the one to save the human humanity. He lies to her. He lies to her when yeah, he stopped it. He was his fault. And the second one ends on a truth. It ends on Ellie accepting her responsibility and the events that happen in the game and accepting who she is and accepting her losses and accepting just life in general and who she is and who she's going to be. The thing about it is, and I know you already kind of gave me leeway to do this, but there's a bracelet. I wish I actually have it because I'm a nerd and I got the Ellie edition. This is a bracelet that Dina, her girl or uh, Ellie's girlfriend gives her at the beginning of the game. It's a, uh, I think it's a Jewish bracelet for uh, good luck. I cannot remember the name of it. There's a specific name for it. Um, and she wears it throughout the game. And then towards a little bit towards the end, she's not wearing it when she goes back on her revenge quest. She doesn't wear it anymore. 
And then after her revenge quest, she comes back to this farm where Dina and her lived. And I didn't notice this when I played it, but other fans did. She's wearing that bracelet again, which means either that she didn't wear it when she went there because she gave it to she gave it back to Dina or she just didn't wear it at all. And she just had it in her bag as like a reminder. So now you've given me the player the choice to to determine what I want to believe. Right. I can determine that that she. Yeah, I can determine to believe that she didn't wear it while she was there because she didn't want to think about her. And now she's wearing it, but she doesn't know where Dina's at. And this is her reminder to go find her. Or I can choose to believe that she gave it to Dina. She's gone on her quest. She did what she had to do. And now she's gotten that bracelet back from Dina and she's going to just take care of her personal business the way she wants to handle it and then go back home. And that's right. the I choose to believe in more positive endings for people, unless it's completely like for more even for characters that aren't so good. Right. You know, even for people that I don't necessarily know how their fates end up like uh, Tony Soprano from The Sopranos. I don't want to believe that he just got shot in that diner. Right. I don't want to be- even for how bad of a person he shows right. himself well, yeah, to be. Main, you're one of the main characters. You, can't just, you, you still, are you made still love to, him, even though, you know, he's a bad dude. You're you're made to root for them. Right. You're made to empathize with them because you have they give all these human qualities off. So. I mean, that's like, what, that's you know, what Assassin's I, Creed Black Flag is a great example. I mean, the main character for that is an awful, awful human being. Oh, but yeah. God damn, you love him in every scene. And when he gets into those situations where you think he's lost, you're like, no, 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 no. You're like, no, please. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, and that comes down, I think, to this is a really weird, weird way to tie it in because we've gone so off topic from what we started on. But I think like, it still is on brand a little bit. I think it's just how things relates, have changed. This relates back to live live streaming though live, ser- and yeah, live services live, live i should services. say sorry as uh, the fact yeah, that these games have these prolonged stories because of live services versus back then games had definitive ends whether it was the first second third they had definitive ends of the game but continued the story or they just had a first second or third game and then were done done but now there's games that are just you know Although there might be a first, second, third, each of one of those games has years of content in between them that just keep getting added and added and added. Now, Last of Us Part One wasn't meant to have a second part, right? They were meant they were going to leave it off. It. On I thought it was Last of Us. Yeah, and, and that's that's why, as a, I'm telling you, as a 13 year old kid seeing that as the ending, I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, there's no way you can leave it like that. Like that's God. I look. What? I think of that game now. You know, one of my favorite scene, one of my favorite areas to play in, which is probably a very not favorite area um but one of my favorite areas of playing beautifully um the college yeah i just when you're walking outside is it utah or colorado i think it's it's no it's colorado i think it's colorado because salt lake city is the yes yes yeah the the fucking scenery in the back when you're walking in the courtyards and the dorms and you're looking out the windows like it just so, when it's, it's so intense, pretty. right? Like when it gets to be as intense as it is, right? Like that's one of the most Joel's, closer cornered, longer areas too. Yeah, and and the way they have it set up in terms of a gameplay perspective, right? It's not like Joel doesn't get impaled by that rebar and then just kind of get up and fight, right? You have to hide behind the counters a bit more. You have to the screen's all shaky, so you know you're missing shots and all that kind of stuff. You're also as a first time player, right? If you're really invested, you're worried about Ellie. 
because you don't know what's going to happen next. It's one of the longer you times Joel's you play as her too, and yeah, you're curious. Like, am I playing as her for the rest? Yeah, you of the play game? as Ellie for yeah, you you play as Ellie for a bit while Joel's resting up. So, like, that's yeah, no, I agree. That's that's definitely one of my favorite parts to play. I think uh, my personal favorite is probably when they're in the city of Pittsburgh, like. I like, like when that. it's after yeah. Bill and they're just kind of bonding and, and they're there's that they're connection just learning that's about to each show. other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's like the whole yeah. scene where they meet that one woman and then they the rate you meet like the raiders who live outside the walls who are not very nice peoples. And you're doing right. hiding from them as they're like just just looking for you for the sheer fact that you exist. You're just a person and you're just in their area and they just want to hunt you Absolutely. Down for fun. It's just, yeah, like I want more games like that. I want more like I want GTA six to not it doesn't have to be a super crazy emotional roller coaster, but I want it to draw me in. Better that game than can GTA get away with lightheartedness, though. You know, you have like Trevor story. Yeah, lines. they can like, easily get away meme, with you know, meme city. But I also <laughs> want it to be like, you know, to reflect that I want it to I want it to have it. I don't want to sit there and be like, well, it's so lighthearted. I'm kind of going through it like a Marvel movie. You know, I I know everybody's going to be cool yeah. if it's the origin story. I know what's going to happen. Like, I want it to I want there to be some things that just kind of shock me. Like, I hope there's a twist, though. I hope it's not just kind of like a reskin of, you know, Franklin, five. Trevor and Michael. But it's just yeah. like same lifestyles, different characters because they tied it. Well, you have like super poor psychopath. You have psychopath with dealing with internal issues and family like private issues and then you have a young guy who's just and then trying you have to make a young it. guy who's dealing with street issues and issues with gangs and issues with shady trying people just that to he works it. with like yeah, michael's never really way. dealing with shady people or anything like that he just is working out and trying he can to survive his I shitty mean, that's, family that's he's just trying, trying to survive his shitty family like he hates yeah. his he hates his kiss son his wife cheats on him his daughter hates him like he's not his only fans model. Yeah. Yeah. Like he just tries to survive all of his internal issues. Franklin's are all external issues. And Trevor is a combination of both and is just like full chaotic. So although I do like that dynamic right. and they can definitely keep that, I hope there's some twist or something that varies that where it's not just so cut and dry. Like clearly they just copy pasted timelines with new characters and new names and their new personal lives. Right, yeah, I don't want it to just be so simple. With updated as, graphics, so it's another sim. Right, <laughs> and it's just better software on the uh, side of the computers, like the the AI and, and NPCs. Yeah, right? which is awesome. Don't get like, me wrong; I'm so excited for that. But make the oh yeah, I'm so excited. Give, for that too. Give I'm, the story I'm, some love. That's why we're here for games. Yeah, the world and I, building and story building is what keeps us here. Yeah, and I think that's that's especially important for GTA Six going forward. However, they're doing it because they had a knockout of a cinematic critical masterpiece with Red Dead Redemption 2. Like, it, it just got tens across you the put board that thing in any, You put that thing in, you put that game on, because I thankfully, thanks to Ethan, can run ultra high settings for that game on everything. Oh that game, and it runs just, no frame rate at all, and like, you can put that thing in cinematic mode anywhere, and you're just like, Jesus. And then you have you. this this wonderful story to boot with it that just, elevates you you come to feel like like we just it's, talked about for all those bad characters like arthur's inherently but arthur's good. kind of inherently a bad guy like he is he is a he's a bad man and then 
it's your choice as the player to kind of be like, well, I want to do something kinder. I want to be nice to this person. I want to greet them with kindness. And then it's just also greeting people just on the be, side of the street gives you positive. You see a homeless person and giving them money. Someone gets robbed yeah. and you help them and you choose you to walk them. back and give them the money or you keep it. You can go full antagonist or full protagonist, even though he starts off as, although a bad guy, <laughs> kind, kind of the neutral ground. It's because the neutral ground lies in before he's not, before you Completely make neutral. before you make the rules, his morals are positive and are protagonist related. But he does if bad things is, to survive. If this if this is neutral and this is positive and this is negative, I'd say he's probably like here. No, hundred like, percent. His moral, his heart is in the right place. He just does bad for lack of a better word. He does dumb shit. <laughs> And, yeah, and to all the to all, to all the uh, audio listeners, I'm sorry. I made gestures with my hands to show like the bars of positive and negative, so you didn't see. that. Think of your mind you as idea. a banana, and you're cutting it in half, and then move the blade a half inch to the left, and that's the bad side of the banana. That's where yeah, Arthur that's, Morgan. That's where. That's where. Yeah, he's he's not completely of. He's not like Dutch, right? He's not a complete villain, but he does bad things and knows they're doesn't know that they're bad things. And that they're morally right. People. Yeah, yeah. He's not manipulating people into into thinking they're doing a good thing. Right? Arthur he, does he bad. Quite, things and then writes in his diary that was kind of that was not the greatest thing <laughs> that was me. kind of a shitty thing of me to do yeah like, yeah that was not and so nice. you get to play that role do you lead it do you feed into that where he's like you know what fuck it that's fine i don't care i'm gonna do those things and you do more bad shit and just kill people for fun or do you play the protagonist where you learn from those mistakes and you try and be a better person to get that better ending better credibility towards the end yeah and and that's just that's all obviously all up to player interpretation because i'm a positive guy. It's I replayability that, too. You can do a run where you're just an asshole, or a run where yeah, you're you can just, yeah, a where hero, just shooting everybody that says hi to him. Yeah, you could definitely do that. I love those runs. Um, <laughs> no, those are those are the fun ones. Um, all right. So to kind of wrap it up here, uh, I I didn't get to do this with you at the beginning. I'd like you to throw out your socials, man. Let everybody see how you build. Oh yeah, them we didn't do that. Um, yeah, my follow, follow Instagram, Instagram and, is zealoushanger.us and then you can find Build Bros with the other three of our members on uh, Build Bros underscore US um, where all their socials are also on there. I think Copley said he wants me to post the photos of these F90s, which after we finish this, I'll be editing some of them and then um, we just posted an episode and I know we have another episode being lined up soon, so be on the lookout for that. And we are also, oh, yeah. of course, a part of the Spawn Camp community with my good. Can I call you co-host? Now I'm just kidding. <laughs> Go ahead, call me whatever you want. Hey, call whatever you want. Nothing bad. Nothing bad. Please. Not, don't say the gamer word. Uh, <laughs> don't say that. God damn. With the W A S D and beyond, and of course, Diggity. We're all we're all together, and 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 O B O, which is I guess O B O is essentially all three of ours together. Yeah, it's, like it's just a combination of everybody. Spawn, spawn camp. Yeah, so definitely be sure to check out all those podcasts and check out uh, Logan as well as the other uh, Build Bros. You can find their socials on their episodes. So now you have to listen if you're interested in hearing them. Um, and <laughs> you're forced also, to. You're obligated. Yeah. Now you're. Yeah. Now you're legally obligated. You have to do it now. Um, as I said at the top at the start of this episode, we are also sponsored by Final Boss and Doc Longy. You can find Doc Longy on Instagram at doc.longy and you can find Final Boss at Final Boss Cult on Instagram as well. They have their link trees in their bios so you can go and purchase their stuff or I think it might be their websites. Um, please go and check them out. As always, love to have the merch from them and just have them as supporters of the show. Um, 
and I think that's it. You can find us on, I mean, if you're listening to us already, I'm assuming you can see you the link us. tree in the Spotify <laughs> link. <laughs> so you can probably find us on there. We're just, you know, beyond WASD or uh, WASD beyond on Instagram, Twitter, that kind of thing. And uh, you can find us on there. And then as always, you know, feel free to rate, uh, please rate the show whatever you think it is, give us some feedback. It's always welcome as well as, you know, comment to us on Instagram or Twitter. Tell us what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong, you know, what you'd Just like to, to see this thing, what you'd like to see. Yeah. Do you want to see more visual content? We'll start an OnlyFans. Do you want to see more Just audio content? Of Nick we'll, and his little oh, demon yeah. on his stomach. 100%. 100%. Um, <laughs> Do you want to hear just, you know, I see more gameplay from us and, you know, it's for the spawn camp community in general. Do you want to see more visual stuff of us playing games? Do you want to just, do you want us to play board games, watch, you know, do reactions to movies, TV shows, games, whatever. I know we'll be setting up soon. Um, Lewis and I, once I finish photographing these um, and I'm working on that resin kit, uh, we'll be doing some live streams, I think, on the spawn camp Twitch. Oh, absolutely. I'd love to see those. But yeah, guys, thanks for listening. Logan, thank you for being here as always. Yeah, I appreciate buddy. you. It's always Except fun. I obviously don't show you that on the uh, flip side. Yeah, we can go back to our war now. I'm so okay with that. <laughs> I, hate, I hate this guy so much. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, guys. This is the end of the show. Have a good day. Friday, Thursday, wherever you're at. Yes, Friday, Junior. Have a great Friday tomorrow. And for those listening, yep. if it's not Friday for you, close your eyes and it'll be Friday as fast as you can count to three. Exactly. Peace out, guys. God save the queen. This is the WASD and Beyond Podcast.